0: Welcome to Sharpen the Iron Podcast, where it is my job to share with you tools, lessons, inspiration, ideas to help you sharpen your iron mind, empowering you to go out and walk with God day by day to maximize your life. Today we are talking about how you live what you've learned. And so what we're going to be exploring is how we can change the lens through which we view others. And how understanding and perspective can help us see others in a different, broader, more inclusive light. And the freedom we can find, you know, in diving deeper and seeing others in this new light. You live what you've learned. So this is something I've been wrestling with for quite some time. I heard this in a song a few months back, and it's really stuck with me ever since. And I've been trying to apply it and see if this idea, you know, is true, if it's valid if people truly do live what they've learned so in my brief time here on earth and my even briefer time of awareness it has proven to be true that people are living what they've learned what they know best and i want to share a story about a friend and this friend has struggled with overthinking his whole life and is constantly prone to falling into this trap of overthinking you know i was trying to understand What started this in you? Why are you like this? And he was able to share his understanding, some of his family history of why he is like this, which is really cool that he was able to dive deeper and look beyond the surface level um, to why this might have started within his family. And he had told me that his grandmother had something horrible happen to her. She also suffered from polio she was constantly all over the place, questioning everything. She would get so stuck in her head, convinced of something. You know, she'd call other people liars. She would make you question your reality. And that's exactly what she did to her son, because she was uncertain of her reality, and her son being my friend's dad. You know, she would constantly make him second-guess himself and question everything. And in one case, he had said that she had got him this... uh, really nice set of pens. Back in the day, he said when pens were the thing to get, you know, something that was cooler. It's different now. Um, And that's what she had bought him for his birthday. But on his birthday, he never got the pens. But she was so convinced that she had given him the pens and then come to find two weeks later, she had never given him him the pens. She called him a liar the whole time. You know, she was so convinced and set in her ways. And that was just one example he used. But you can understand why that would make you question your reality when you're told you're a liar even though you knew the truth. So, yeah, even though he was fully convinced of the truth, she would still question him to the point to cause him to question his reality, my friend's dad. And at a young age, this had a great effect on his life. And it led to his father being someone who was constantly overthinking, second-guessing himself. And you can understand why someone would be like that Especially when you're around someone who is constantly making you question your reality. And this consequently gets passed down. Our demons are handed down. And so is the trauma in our life Is it if it isn't healed. And so my friend described the story obviously in greater detail. But I kind of wanted to help paint the picture. So we can have a better understanding of where he is. And why he is the way he is. And this goes for anything in anybody in this life you know so often we look at people why does he act like that why does she treat her kids that way why does he get so angry why does he act like a victim or a tyrant it goes for anything that we see in the world that we disagree with or that bothers and frustrates us and others we just wonder why are they like this and maybe we don't even wonder maybe we just judge and that's usually where it stops we judge them Oh, you know, I'll never be like that at all. We never go beyond the surface level because that's exactly where it stops. We never take the time to go deeper. We judge and then that's it. We never try to gain more understanding. You know, we think he's a jerk because he's got something wrong with him. You know, but we meet everything at the surface level. We must remember that appearances do not reveal. They conceal. They hide the whole truth from us. We don't really know why he acts the way he acts. So in really any of these cases people are living i believe what they've learned you know a mother treats her kids in abusive way say a mother does treat her kids in abusive way and you know you wonder how could she be like that well maybe she's living what she knows best what she's learned and maybe it's like her mother treated her and raised her that way and potentially that's how her mother raised her and Sure, there are so many other factors that play a role into why someone does things and acts a certain way, but I think this is a huge proponent in how you are raised in what you know best from your parents, the demons that do get passed down, the unhealed trauma. but why does this matter what well, you know what does this matter to you? why is this important to know? I think that's up for each one of us to decide, but within this, I find freedom. I find a broader perspective, I find empathy and understanding. To me, this reveals that so many people are not acting maliciously out of evil, not to cause harm, but it's literally what they know best. It's what they've learned. You know, you wonder, why are you overthinking everything? You're like, just stop. But it opens your heart. You know, instead of being angry towards people and judging them, you can be more understanding because your heart is open because you can see it's literally what they know. It's all they know. And I can see that my friend is like this because of how his father was. And I can understand why his father was like that because of how his mother was. It's just been passed down from generation to generation without being questioned because it's all people know. And what's so cool about this, though, is that my friend has this beautiful opportunity to rewrite his family story, to change the world for himself and his kids and anyone he interacts with. But this goes for Each of us, you know, maybe we don't have the trauma that he has. Maybe we don't have the same demons that someone else does, but we still have some demons that have been passed down. And one of the hardest things that he's going to do, that any of us gonna do, and any of us will do, is to battle our demons. He's gonna have to battle this overthinking and work to slay that dragon within. But in doing so, he can rewrite that story, put an end to the trauma. He can be the one who's healed. And this is true transformation, because if we live what we learned, and transformation is the process of unlearning, and rewriting ourselves, rewiring ourselves, but it's going to take work, and seeing that there are other ways to live, there are alternatives to this, and, but this inner transformation will change the world. And in First Peter, he tells us to clothe ourselves in humility towards one another, and then Paul also tells us to put on heartfelt compassion, humility, and gentleness, having patience with others. You know, instead of judging, we can work to go deeper, gain more understanding, and see why a person may be acting the way they are. Look at the bigger picture. To see that it's been something passed down, to understand that and to gain a broader perspective, it evokes your compassion. You know, you have pity upon this person. You no longer have to judge them. And every family has this. And the examples I used were extreme cases, you know, but surely to some degree, every family has this unhealed trauma and demons that have been passed down. But we as individuals, especially younger people, must see that our parents are just grown-up kids, like us, who are thrown into the world and maybe didn't have the tools and resources needed to heal. But oh what a beautiful opportunity we have to do so, you know. And so for me, dealing with people who frustrate me and bother me and who have maybe caused pain in my life, if I can, in, I've had this opportunity to look a bit deeper beyond the surface level and not with everyone, you're going to be able to find out their family history, but you can just kind of begin to see that this pattern is played out in everyone's life. You know, I see it within my own family. I see it within the people I'm close to, within my friend here in this case. They are living out what they've learned, which has been passed down from generation to generation. And you have to think about where people were 100 years ago. People didn't have time to heal trauma. We were literally in the midst of an upcoming depression. People were just trying to survive, trying to get by. We no longer have to struggle to survive. Most of our basic needs are met. And so in this time and age, in this age, we have this opportunity where I don't have to struggle to survive. So I can actually take the time to do inner work, to work on healing myself, which will change the world. And in seeing others through this lens and understanding that he may just be acting because that's what he knows best. And that's the trauma that's been passed down or that's the demons that has been passed down. I also have this other friend who really struggles with anger. It's like, why are you like this? But I see that his father's the same way and his father was the same way and potentially his father was the same way, you know? And maybe his father's father, father, his great-grandfather was extremely angry all the time. And then maybe his grandfather was a little bit less angry. His father, he worked to overcome it, a little bit even less angry. And then now within my friend, he can be potentially the one who it's never going to go away, but who really begins to rewrite that story that he's not so controlled by that anger. And so it really opens your heart to realize like, it's not something my friend chose. It's not like he's an angry. It's just, it's a demon that's been passed down that we can work to heal within. And this has just opened my heart. I can be less judgment, but less judgmental. But again, in any case, you're not always going to be able to find the family history. But if you can kind of work to understand, you know, there's there's bigger reasons for why someone is the way that they are. They're living what they've learned. And just because it's what you've learned doesn't mean it's right. That's the thing, is that we can be the ones that rewrite that, that question, you know, is this how I really should be living? Because so often we, we look to our parents and think they have it all figured out. They know it all. But again, they're just those grown-up children who have lived what they've learned. And that doesn't mean it's wrong. It doesn't mean it's right. It just means that we can learn and grow from them, but we can also work to gain our own knowledge about things and understanding about things and rewrite the way our family has done it. And so for me, this just helps me look at others in a more loving light, in a more understanding way. And I wanted to share this and I hope that you can use this lens and apply it to your life and to see maybe people are just living what they've learned. And I hope that it can help open your heart and just, you just want to embrace those people with a hug because it evokes that self-pity within, not pity, but just that empathy within you, that heartfelt compassion. So I thank you guys for listening. Go out, keep doing the inner work and within By changing yourself inwardly, you will change the world outwardly. Thank you for listening. Sharpen the iron.